back and raw. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's popping, Ten? Welcome to Catch These Vibes. My name's Charmonique. Thank you so much for tuning in. So we've been doing good with doing these Nicki Minaj Corners once a month. I haven't been recording. I've been on a break from the regular show. So I have made it made it a priority to at least give the people a Nicki Minaj Corner episode. Because we do have some things that we have to get into that we have to talk about. So the last time that we did an episode, I talked about how the whole Nikki and Megan thing was going on. And at that time, Bigfoot wasn't out yet. So I, you know, no one had heard it yet. And so that whole situation was pretty crazy. Um, As far as the song, though, let's go ahead and just get into the song Bigfoot. So my thoughts on Bigfoot. I think that I think that it was it's a funny funny diss or whatever you want to call it. I think it's hilarious. I I truly think that it is hilarious. Like the things that she's saying in the song. <laughs> it's just like I I know I know that shit had made you mad. I I know it did. I know she she was touched. I know she was like this little begging whore talking about Manning's Law for a free beat. You can hit Megan Raw. Shot stone, but I still ain't let Megan score. Bad bitch, she like six foot. I call her Bigfoot. The bitch fell out telling him, get up on your good foot. Still ain't top red ruby. Trying to sell my sauce. I said, get up on my cookbook. But really, I'm a sweetie pie. P-I-T-T-Y, but I'm P-E-T-T-Y. Mm, why did you lie about your lipo? <laughs> you was lying to the queen Lying to the king Gail That 40 year old tea so stale Kylie kicked you out And had you stumbled to the car Bob's I need a good Alcohol bar Roman wait that was the bar <laughs> Fuck you get shot with no scar This little piggy toxic Somebody adopted Mm 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 should it get dark like chocolate? I'm about to get up in your ass, bitch, quench. Sort of like French. They bought you all them Grammys, but your flow is still a no. What a fiasco, Lupe. Future made you pay. She want to party with the baby while rubbing on Tory toupee. I guess you needed money bags for them Trey songs. You G-Eazy, Carmen or Crawford. All the bars. Okay. So many bars, so many just moments and things said in the song. I can, I, I, I have the whole song memorized at this point. So, but my, my overall thoughts on it, I think that 
that was just the warm up. That was just the warm up. Like, okay, if you, that's Nikki saying, okay, Megan, okay, Meg, the stallion, if you really want to do this, like, if we want to, like, get as direct as we can motherfucking be at this point, all right, I got this one for you. Let's see what you do. It was all really just a test to see what Megan was going to do, if she was going to respond and what she was going to say. Because the thing about it is there's not many things that you can really say about Nikki that would be a gag. You can try to call her old. But, I mean, at the end of the day, she's really not old. She's 41. I mean, that's not that's not really old. And my thing about the whole old take is that Beyonce is, what, 42, 43 at this point? So if you're calling Nikki old, then you're calling Beyonce old. But y'all wouldn't dare. Y'all wouldn't dare call Beyonce old. So it's just like there's no real gag shots that people can throw that really stick when it comes to Nikki. The only thing that people can talk about that they really feel like is a gag is her husband. So that's the shot that that Megan threw and she 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 was like, you know, ain't nobody gonna say shit, you know, on on her song. His her attitude was just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to say what I got to say. Ain't nobody going to say shit. Ain't nobody going to respond. Ain't no, If it ain't directed, it ain't respected. And so Nikki was very, very much direct from that point on. And Megan was just quiet, acting unbothered. And I just never thought that I would see a day that someone got points for being quiet, for not saying anything. It's just like... Since when does beef work like that? Since when does someone get points for not responding? Like the amount of people, oh, Megan is winning the I don't give a fuck war. Bitch, that's not, that's not what, okay, hold on, let me, let me tone it down. Let me tone it down. That's not what beef is about. The beef isn't about who's, who could be the quietest, who could be the most unbothered, oh, who can, walk around and act like they don't give a fuck but that's not how that's not how this is how this goes like since when it's supposed to be like a back and forth thing and then the people determine who won out of you know not saying oh this person won because they they acting like they don't they unfazed they unbothered that's not what it's about that's not how you determine who who's the winner in a beef. You determine who's the winner in the beef by who went the hardest on a track, who had the most bars. Like, I thought that that's what a rap beef really was. But it's just like, as time goes on, these people want to keep moving the goalposts and making things into something different than what it's always been people want to change history people want to change you know what a rap beef really is at the end of the day and also you know during that whole ordeal Nikki never said anything about that girl's mom so people want to 
try to go along with this narrative. Oh, how can you support someone who would say those things about someone's dead parent? What did she say? Because I must have missed it. She didn't say nothing about her mom. She didn't say, I'll spit on her grave. She didn't say, fuck her. She didn't say, oh, she turning around in her grave. Like, she didn't say anything like that. All she said was, girl, you lied on your dead mama. And you need to apologize. You should be ashamed. Because she should be. She should be. All Nikki said was the things that a lot of people don't have the guts to say to Megan. And it is what it is. She didn't say nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Definitely she was taunting the girl. But I mean, that's what beef is. You taunt the your opponent. And you don't give a fuck how they feel about it. You know what I'm saying? She could have went a lot harder. You know, but it was at the end of the day, I just feel like I understand why Nikki went as hard as she did. I kind of I I think I already said this in the last episode. I do wish that she didn't say tweet as much as she did because it did appear away to the masses um, based off of the fact that Megan wasn't tweeting back. Like it would have been different if it was like. They were tweeting each other, back talking shit. But the fact that Megan wasn't saying anything, it did get to a point where I was like, okay, Nikki, um, you know, stop with the tweets. So I can understand why people felt that way about like, okay, well, she's, everything she said in Bigfoot, she already had tweeted out. And it's just like, I get that. But at the same time, why should she have went super, super, super hard only for Megan to act like, well, Megan, other people to gaslight Nikki and act like there wasn't no real beef. And it was just something that Nikki just imagined and was alone in a fight that she was alone in. Like she was just talking to herself. And I said this time and time again, if you're someone who has actually paid attention and actually has read between the lines and and actually paid attention to the bars that both of these women have spit, then you would know that this has been an ongoing thing. They've had bars for one another. It hasn't been just a one-sided thing. So the fact that people have gaslighted Nikki and, and says, you know, things like, oh, all she said was Megan's Law. That could have applied to anyone. Like, please, please. That's the one thing that really, really, really does grind my gears when people try to gaslight Nikki and act like she is crazy, act like she's on drugs, act like she's having this coke-fueled rant when, when it's like her feelings are valid She's not tripping. This girl's been saying a lot of things in her raps, throwing subliminals. And so just because Nikki has decided to, okay, I'm done with the subliminals, bitch. I'm finna be real direct with what I got to say for this time period and then move on. I respect it. So, and, and the thing that, Nikki, one of the things she says in Bigfoot is, this is the most attention you've ever gotten. And it's the truth. Like, that's facts. That whole situation blew up her, blew up Megan's song 
to the, to the point where it debuted at number one. She ain't never had no solo debut number one. That was her first one. And everybody knows it was because Nikki gave it attention, because Nikki um, gave people more of a reason to not side with her and side with her opponent. And the thing that people underestimate is people's ability to go against Nikki and support her opponent just just for the hell of it. Just because they don't like her. because Just because they want to rally behind the person that's going against Nikki. Because people have... People are tired of seeing Nikki on the, on the top for so long. That they're like, oh yes, finally someone that can take her out. Oh yes, someone who can end her. When really no one has actually ended her. You know, she's still thriving. She's still the queen of rap very much. And so Nikki definitely helped that girl get a number one song. But she knew that that was going to happen. And I think that she really want a lot of the things that she do, she does now and and says now is all about proving the point. And it's like, okay, yeah, I gave that girl a number one. I helped her get that. But can she do it again? Let's see. Because the song, her song didn't even, it's not even stable. It's been falling ever since. You know, and Nikki, once once Nikki saw, okay, yeah, she, she gonna go this unbothered route. And she not gonna respond. Nikki been, she been quiet. She ain't mentioned it no more. She went right back to what she was doing. Promoting her album. Promoting her tour. That's in the first day of the tour is in six days. She ain't been giving out any more attention because she knows that at this point, that's all the people want. And that's the only way that these girls really thrive by starting beef with her. And because the people love to see it and love to entertain it, it is, it's a, it's part of the, these girls marketing package. It's it's part of their promo runs. Having a beef with Nicki Minaj. The Nicki Minaj. The queen of rap. Going head to head with Nicki. That that gives you a lot of attention. And it really, really does. So when people try to act like Nicki was crazy for saying that this is the most attention that Megan ever got. It really was. Someone was like, she just was on the stage with Beyonce. Okay, and... That didn't help her her song that she had put out after that. That didn't help Cobra. That song came and went. So so what that she was on stage with Beyonce. That was a moment. And I mean, I'm not going to act like that wasn't a big moment. But it was. It was a moment and it came and went. No one really cared after that. Like, so what? That didn't give her a whole bunch of attention. That didn't help her sales and streams go up like the whole situation with Nikki did so that very much was the most attention she's ever got and once Nikki decided to not give any more attention to that situation ain't nobody talking about Megan and the only way the only reason why they talk about her now is is to like 
try to put her against Nikki. Like that's the only only reason why people are talking about her. Like, or they talk about how good she looks. It's just like that's all that's that is ever really about. So yeah, that situation came and went. Um, I thought the song was hilarious. The song is really really funny actually. There's a lot of bars in it. I think that it was a really, really funny moment more than anything. It wasn't something to be taken seriously. It's not something that I think Nikki was like. I don't think she was taking it seriously at all. I think she thinks she thought it was funny. She literally was laughing, like laughing and clowning during that whole situation. Because she knew exactly what it was. So and 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 the fact that it's not even really about Megan, it's about the people that use her as a pawn. And you know, that's what it's really about at the end of the day. The people that are controlling and using her as a puppet, that's who it's about. Because they are the re- they are the ones that really have the power and they are the ones that really control everything behind the scenes and that's what Nikki is going up against and that's what she, that's what she's been going up against for for a while um and she knows that so I don't think she takes these beasts with any of these girls seriously but it's like once you come for her family then it's like okay bitch off with your head you know, and you can't come back for that from that. I don't think Meg will ever be able to come back from this. I don't think Lotto would ever be be able to come back. You know, from the situation that they had uh, was it last year or twenty twenty two, whatever year that was. It's like once you try to come for a family, it's it's over. Like that that is a married woman. She's very much in love with the person she's married with. She's very supportive and believes in his innocence. And you can't nobody take that from her. No matter what people want to say, no matter what people want to ignore and disregard just so that they can go along with the narrative that they like the most. You know, she's going to go up for her family at the end of the day. And I respect that. And I, I understand it very much so. So yeah, Megan, she got her little her little number one, but we'll like to see her do it again. She's supposed to have some album coming out and going on tour. Let's see how that tour performs. Let's see how her album performs. And I just hope that, you know, unless Megan is direct next time, I hope Nikki don't give her any more attention. I hope she just keeps, you know, smacking her up in her songs if she wants to, you know, throw a bar here and there. But the the giving her the attention that she gave her, you know, recently, I don't do that again. I just I I don't I hope she don't do that again because at this point you've you've proven your point. You've proven your point that these girls need you to survive, and that's just facts. The proof is in the pudding. You know, even Forbes and Billboard wrote wrote an article about how that whole situation helped Megan's song. And it's just the truth. It really is the truth. Like she could be, she could celebrate her number one all she wants, but we all know why it even got to number one, which is pretty embarrassing. You know what I mean? But 
it is what it is. Um, was, was there anything else that I wanted to touch on with regarding that situation? Um, I don't know. I'll probably think of it as I'm talking. But yeah, so I did mention the tour. The tour starts in six days. I will be going to the Phoenix show. That's my hometown. And that show is on March 13th. This will be the first time that I will see Nicki Minaj live in concert. So I'm so, so very excited. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. But I will figure it out. Because I'm going to be, I, I got to be cute for the queen. You know, this is a moment. This is something that I've been waiting for, waiting to experience for a very long time. So I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to live it up. And it's just going to be it's just going to be a vibe. It's it's going to be so fun. I'm so excited to actually experience this tour. She has been promoting and talking about it and just getting her fans so, so, so excited for this Pink Friday 2 Gag City World Tour experience. It seems like every week she's adding a new festival, a new country to her lineup. And I definitely see that she's going to do it big this time because it's been such such a while, such a long time since she's actually went on tour. The last time she was on tour, she didn't do the U.S. American tour. She just did other countries, I believe, you know, European. And last year she did some festivals and she's going to do Rolling Loud again this year and Wireless and Afro Nation and some uh, a few others. Um, so she's going to go to a lot of different places around the world. So I'm very excited for her. I'm very excited to see the I mean, see the tour from with my own eyes, but also just to experience this moment this Pink Friday 2 era, um, I think that once this tour begins, we will get some more music from her. I feel like, because she, she did preview, I believe it's a song with Burna Boy that I'm sure she previewed it for a reason, to get the people excited, to get, to get the people going. And she did. She has been going on Station Head almost every day, streaming and and talking. And she did mention that she had some surprises. So, and who knows? Maybe she'll release a video. You know, during the time tours going on, I think that Nikki is not someone who does likes to do things prematurely. I think it's. She likes to do it at the right time, and she believes in releasing things at the perfect time. And it's not about, I mean, obviously, she wants to satisfy her fans and make her fans happy, but she understands that sometimes the fans, they just want things when they want it. And she knows that. She's the one. She's the one in charge, and she's the businesswoman. So she has the final say in when something should be put out and released to the world. So who knows? Maybe we will get some videos during the time store the tour is going on. Um, 
Maybe we'll get the documentary. I don't know. There's been a lot of, not a lot, but there's been some talk about the documentary and why it has been pushed back and, and pushed back. Um, obviously, she has spoke about how she wants her documentary to be handled with care and to be delivered in the way that she sees fit. So I can only imagine how that process has been for her. She doesn't really talk about it a lot. And I think that that is just because once it's done, she will talk about it. But like I said, she don't want to talk about things prematurely because the fact that she announced it years ago with HBO Max, she's probably like, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything else about it until I know for sure I have the documentary has a home and it's finished and we know when it's going to be released. So I don't have any doubts that we will we um, will get that documentary, but it's I'm kind of feeling like maybe maybe she might want to have some footage from this tour on the documentary. So if that's the case. We probably won't get it until the end of this year because she's going to be touring for a while, um, at least until July. Um, I mean, and who knows what other festivals she's going to add on. So it might even go up until September. Who knows? But I'm proud and I'm happy for her that she, you know, is getting back out there. And this is the success of this tour has been pretty great it's you know been selling out so the demand is there the people are excited to see her and that's amazing that's something that you as someone who has been in the game for 15 plus years that's what you want you want people to want to actually see you you want to be able to sell out shows and know that people are excited about your tour and there's been things that have been going on to try to diminish the success of this tour and try to make it seem like she's not selling out to try to make it seem like people don't want to see her they're just grasping at straws at this point they don't know what else to do to try to make it appear as though Nikki is falling off that's that's what they want. They want it to seem as though she's falling off. The people don't like her. Her fans are turning against her. But it's not working. It's not working. So, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You can't you can't fake a sold out show. Like you can't fake that. Like people people could see if it's sold out or not. Live Nation has already reported that this is already her most successful tour ever. And it hasn't even started yet. So, I mean, that definitely speaks to how in demand and how successful her career is still going at this point. Like, you can't fake that. You can't fake those numbers. You can't fake those results. You know? So, I, for sure, am not going anywhere. I'm still support and still be 
still be a Nikki fan, still be a Barb. And I am so, so excited for this tour. So, the people, they are really trying hard and trying their darnest to bring this negativity to her tour because at this point they don't know what else to do. Like they keep trying different things. They keep trying to, you know, the newest thing that they're doing, not only are they trying to bring negativity towards to her tour, but they're trying to put her up against Beyonce. And now that I, I still, I think I'm in a little bit in de- in denial about because I I see I see the talks. I see the talks that the barbs are having and the speculation and them trying to them trying to say that now Beyonce is against Nikki, basically, or is taking steps from Nikki's playbook. And I can I can see why certain things are said, but like I said, I, I think I'm still in denial a little bit. I don't know what's going on between Nikki and Beyonce, and none of us really do know because we're not them. And uh, Nikki, she says things, but you don't really know exactly what she'd be saying sometimes. Or you, some of the things she says can apply to different people, you know. So it's never like a, oh, an absolute that she's talking about a specific person. But it's also... Not far-fetched that there could be something going on between her and Beyonce. Because, for one, a person like me, I honestly don't want to believe that. But, at the same time, I can understand why it is possible and why people do believe that there's something going on or that there's something brewing behind the scenes. Just for a simple fact that Nikki has been very vocal about you know, Rock Nation and, you know, Beyonce's married to Jay-Z. Jay-Z, you know, he runs Rock Nation. And there's just been li- different things that have happened um, and different things that Nikki has said that has made this whole, you know, I'm not going to call it conspiracy theory, but this whole narrative to be plausible. So, I don't know. I don't know. But that is definitely something that's going on. Just, you know, Beyonce taking notes from Nikki. Because the thing that the critique about Beyonce is that she's not personable. And I honestly said this in my last episode that I feel like I don't have that bond or that connection with Beyonce because she doesn't talk 
She doesn't let her fans in. She doesn't, there's no real connection. And that gets really old. And same thing with Rihanna, honestly. Um, I love me some Rihanna, though. But, and I loved, I used to love me some Beyonce. I still do. But it's just like, all y'all, they are pretty much the same when it comes to how they interact with their fans. All they do is sell stuff. That's the only time Rihanna posts anything is when she got some new shoes to put out, some Savage Fenty, some some new beauty products. That's the only time she interacts with her fans. She doesn't really talk much unless she's on a red carpet being interviewed. She might give some, you know, info or insight, you know. So it's just like there's no connection the connection has is died because we don't ever get to hear from Beyonce we don't ever get to hear or interact from with Beyonce or Rihanna and so that connection is just like uh. but with, with with Nikki she is constantly interacting with her fans and that's just one of those things that that the people, the powers that be, they don't like. And they want to try to tell her, oh, maybe she shouldn't be so accessible. But that's what works. That's the key. Like, that really is the key to why she has this strong bond with her fans and why she has been able to maintain this bond for so many years. Is because she actually interacts. She's she she talks to her fans like she talks like she's talking to family. She's you know very very honest about how she feels about her fans and how much she appreciates her fans. She shows how grateful she is for her fans. And she she always lets her fans know that they hear that from her, not not through some caption or not through her publicist or not through, you know, this third party It's always directly from her. And I think that that makes a whole lot of difference. And that means a whole lot to her fans. And that's why even there might be some that might switch sides or flip flop because they are greedy and they feel like they are in, they are entitled to a music video or they're entitled to, you know, certain things and, and they're entitled to have this control over what she should be doing in her career or how she should be doing things. You know, there's going to be those little, you know, people that, are going to switch sides because they feel so entitled and feel like they should have this control, like she's some type of robot or something. But besides those oddballs, she's going to always have her core fan base that supports her and loves her and, and appreciates the artist that she is. So people have noticed that, you know, Beyonce has been moving a little bit differently lately. And it's just kind of like, hmm, interesting. You know, I think 
I I mean, I think Beyonce should definitely be moving differently because I know I'm not the only one that feels the way that I feel about the connection. And if you want me to buy something, I'm going to need you to give a little bit more. Like, you can't just put out something and then I'm just supposed to rush to buy it. You know, I want to hear you talk about it. I want to hear you you promote it and show me why you're so passionate about it. Like, you put out a hair care line. Where's the promotion of you using the products, of you talking about the products? She honestly needs to take some some um, tricks and plays out of Rihanna's playbook because Rihanna, she she will actually post herself using and talking about her products, her skin products, her, her makeup. And you can tell how passionate Rihanna is about her makeup and her, her skincare line and all the things that she does, you know, put out to the world. We can hear from her personally about how she feels about it and why. And that translates into her fans wanting to buy it. So I think Beyonce definitely needs to do that um, to get a person like me to be interested in, you know, the things that she's selling. So, so yeah, I mean, that's just something that is going on within the fan base. I see a lot of the barbs not fucking with Beyonce and it's just interesting because I just didn't see this happening. I thought that it was going to, well, honestly, the beehive and the barbs, they have been going back and forth. And the barbs feel like, you know, the barbs feel like y'all should be beefing with the Taylor Swift fans because at the end of the day, Beyonce is not a rapper. You know, she's not Nikki's competition. Beyonce's competition is the Taylor Swifts and maybe some some of these other R and B girls, Rihanna and whoever else, SZA. Those are her comp- competition. And SZA has been killing it. Rihanna, she ain't put an album out in a very long time, but she's still like one of those top girls regardless. And I think that's going to continue. So it's just like those, that's who Beyonce's competition is. It's not Nicki, but for whatever reason, Beyonce's fan base wants to compete with Nicki. I, I don't really understand why. But yeah, that's, Neither here nor there, because it's just like it's a whole bunch of stand shit that be going on, so it really don't matter. But point is, I'm just seeing a a switch, and just how everything is just been going. Like it's just very interesting to see play out. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then Nikki, she's been very vocal about supporting Taylor Swift. Which is technically Beyonce's competition. She, I haven't really seen her say much about Beyonce, you know, or support her recent songs that she put out. So that I don't know. That kind of speaks volumes. I don't know. That could be just you know 
speculation. But it does kind of seem seem like something's going on there. Um, and I will say at the end of the day, I'm going to be Team Nikki, no matter who it is, because that's who. That's my girl. So, sorry, Beyonce, but I'm a, I'm gonna be t- Team Nikki always. You know, at the end of the day. So, um, I think that people feel like, oh, well, this girl wasn't able to take Nikki out. So how can we get the, you know, get the public to sway? How can we sway them to not like her? But it's, the thing is, is like Nikki's career hasn't thrived because of the public it's thrived because of her fans, the people that actually go out and support her and buy her music. And, you know, then you have the little loose, loose people that don't really consider themselves to be a bar, but they, you know, they like her and they support her music, you know, but it's not really always, it's not really the general public that is giving her the most support. It's her fans. It's the barbs. So it's just like, y'all can't take, anything away when y'all aren't really even supporting to begin with like this internet shit don't mean anything at the end of the day so it it just is what it is y'all can comment and, and say all these nasty things about her but her fans they're gonna they're gonna support they're gonna be outside you know and I, at the end of the day being outside is what matters and when I say being outside, I mean like going to the shows, going to the tour, going to the stores to buy music, even buying the music off your phone, whatever, however you do it. That's what matters at the end of the day. Not all this, not these viral tweets, not, you know, camping out in the shade room or the neighborhood talks, comments, talking shit about her, calling her a cokehead. Like none of that is going to matter at the end of the day. And, you know, people are very, very fickle. People's attention spans, you know, are very, very short. So they move on from a situation very, very quickly. And all a person really has to do is put out good music. And then, you know, the people are talking again and talking in a positive light. So the whole making situation, there's going to be some people who are going to hold on to it. And, you know, try to act like, you know, Nikki is the most evil person in the world because she said that the girl lied on her dead mama. But it is what it is. I don't, that situation didn't end Nikki. It didn't break her. You know, she's still going to do her thing. This tour is still going to be successful. Her fans still going to come out and have a great time at her shows. She's adding dates, adding different festivals and countries. So that's definitely indicative of how successful she still is to this day. So I think that's pretty much all that I really had to talk about this time. Um, If I think of anything else, we will get into it in the next episode. And I will be able to talk about how great of a show that I was able to see in person. 
I'll be able to talk about that. And I'm so excited to finally be able to experience it. So next time we talk, I'll be able to let y'all know how it went. So, yeah, this little pity, piggy toxic somebody adopted. I don't care what nobody say. She went in on Megan on that song. What a fiasco, Lupe. Future made you pay. She want to party with the baby while rubbing on Tori to pay. I guess she needed many bags for them Trey songs. She G Easy. Call me the Crawford. <sighs> and another funny thing that's that's going viral on TikTok is, you know, once she gets done rapping, she talks um, at the end of the song. And it's, and it's like, it's so, so, so funny. So funny. She's like, ho, the things you have lied about, even pertaining to your mom, you don't want <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I, just look on TikTok if you haven't seen it. It's, it's so, so fucking funny. Oh, my goodness. That woman is, 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 she's hilarious. I don't care what anybody says. She is so funny. But yeah, until next time, y'all, listen to Pink Pink Friday 2. I hope you got you some tickets to the show to see some, to see how a real artist do it. Um, An artist that has been doing it for a very, very long time. I, I think that should be applauded and celebrated. Like, why are y'all hating on that? Like, It's pointless, you know, so goodbye.